So, uh, welcome to the Improv London podcast from Chicago. I'm Stephen, this is Ian. Hello. Uh, and this is week two of two of the IO Advanced. Uh, we've just finished up our shows yesterday, and I'm pretty tired. Are you tired? I am very tired. I've, I found this a lot more tiring than the uh, five-week one we did last year. Uh, might partly be because we're doing five days a week of improv run four, uh, so it's almost like work. Yeah, I feel like this week in particular, I I just learned a lot of new stuff, which uh -huh. up to this point hasn't really been true of IO intensives. Right. Um, but week two with Matt Higby doing Harold's, he had a lot of different and exciting ways of approaching, particularly openings and games that really nice. uh, challenged me intellectually in a uh -huh. way that was really fun. So yeah, yeah, my brain is full. Yeah, I've had Craig Euler, who... Uh, no wonder you're exhausted. So I, he is pretty exhausting to be with. <laughs> he's, a, he's a really nice guy, but it, it, he's not all sorts of patchouli candles and yoga mats. Uh, that, that's the diametric opposite of Craig. Uh, I had him week four last year, and he was very energetic there. And once again, we've had a packed week of different ways to approach the Harold and different exercises to get us thinking about stuff in cool new ways. Which is kind of why I flew all the way across the Atlantic. If we just done the stuff we did in England, it would all be a bit pointless, I guess. Yeah. I am... Um, for, for me, the really interesting thing that we did was uh, different ways into games. Uh, group game in Harold. Uh, Matt Higby spent a lot of time on uh, what is a game and what is an opening and how are they different and I think for me the thing about game is that you're not exploring anything, you're trying to find a pattern that repeats. Um, and that kind of blew my mind because last year in the five-week intensive we were taught game as basically a second beat of the opening uh, which I don't love just in terms of keeping the energy up and keeping things new and exciting, particularly in the first game slot. Um, so for me, that was like revolutionary. And if it's a repeating action or pattern, it's so much easier to use that game to be playful in the run at the end. Right, right. Yeah, it's interesting because we're talking about games in between the beats of the Herald, so it's not like Game of the Sea, which... I'd kind of think of as a pattern. Yeah. Um, we, we spent a lot of time on games and openings as well, but perhaps came at it from a slightly different angle. Um, we talked a lot about the difference between group scenes and group games, and kind of it's a bit of a continuum, so you can have games that are kind of scene and scenes that are kind of gamey. Um, but we were trying to get away from doing scenic ones and do more what Craig called information presentation uh, and he talked a lot about how a lot of, t even at IO a lot of teams do stuff that he doesn't consider that good in terms of games because the idea is to generate ideas and some people do a lot of what he called wishing and chanting 
which actually I think Rance might have used that phrase. But uh, yeah, you, you can see teams who either just chant together, which is nice for bonding as a team, I guess, but how many ideas does it generate? Or sometimes people just do a list of things. Uh, so if the suggestion was green, they might say, it is grass. I now can't think of anything else that's green. That's rubbish. Uh, green jello. It is, it is green jello. <laughs> it is uh, a green shirt. Yeah. Uh, and it becomes kind of listy. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool because it gets you thinking about different areas that word might exist in. Uh, but Craig was trying to get us to focus on uh, thinking about the reasons behind stuff. So after you've done a few of those, maybe start using words like because to start things off. Um, yeah. yeah, cool. I feel like the, the finding a pattern aspect of the game just works really well for me because if I think about all the group games I've seen in my life, so many of them are either uh, formulaic, like they're a strategy for dealing with group game where one person initiates something and then everyone else knows exactly what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Or they're just nonsense. <laughs> uh, whooshing and yelling and running around and like just kind of repeating the exploratory nature of the opening. Hmm. Um, but I think the, the idea of finding a pattern organically really clicked like that. I really want to hear more about that because I think what's going to happen when we get back to Britain is Stephen and I are going to both do a session with the verbs uh, where one of us, where the rest of us get to hear what, so I'll get to hear what Stephen's learned and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to cross-pollinate ideas because I'm, I'm not so sure yet about the patterning games. I've got a vague idea but I've got a feeling there's a lot more depth yeah. behind that to hear about. Uh, we did this other cool thing on Friday morning though. Um, we did a thing where we uh, we got a suggestion as per normal uh, and then as part of our opening we were doing a physicality uh, and then we used the physicality again in the group game yeah. but we used it in a different way. So physically it was the same, but the stuff associated with it was different. So our suggestion was string. So we started doing some cool stuff around strings and how they vibrate at different pitches and instruments. And we were sort of playing a harpsichord. Uh, harpsichord? Yeah, that is a harpsichord. Sorry, yeah, kid. String. Um, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> strings. Uh, or it could have been a guitar. Uh, and we riffed a few ideas off that about how different tones could indicate different moods and stuff like that. Which was, which was quite a nice exploration. Uh, and then the first group came, uh, so after you've done the first three scenes in the Herald, we did the same sort of hand-wavy motion, but we were stroking pets. Oh, cool. And we talked about how pets could sort of calm you down and how sensation, tactileness and stuff. Uh, and then we did something else in the uh, next group game as well, again using that same... I don't know why I'm waft doing the wafting motion here. It's probably not coming across on audio too well. I mean, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, uh, like pulling on a rope or something. I don't think it was pulling on a rope. But anyway, yeah. you know, same physicality, but a completely different area to explore, yet the three things were linked. Yeah. Which I thought was super cool. That is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. We spent a lot of time with game on 
leading with actions rather than words, because words can turn into lists and explorations, and yeah. actions kind of lead you to more fun. Oh, that's interesting. So that sounds like a really similar mm. thing between the two groups. Yeah, it's another thing about not just doing lists of stuff that agree. Yeah. Mm. I'm still trying to think of green things. That was rubbish, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> um, I mean, hey, green's a hard color. It's just plants and stuff, right? Oh. Yeah, I guess. It does have associations with nature, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, or mold. Sorry, we better not do an opening. Your sacral chakra, I think, is green. Oh, is it? That I, one. Okay, that's one I didn't know. <laughs> I, I heard sacral and I thought, that's anatomy. I'm, I'm on my home ground here. And then it went, went <laughs> all hippie It went hippie hippie very quickly. And, and I thought, no, I'm out of my depth here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so what else have you been doing this week? Um, I feel like I've been leaning in really hard to the stuff in class because I I just got some great like personal notes and group mm -hmm. notes and intellectual food that I feel like mm. I'm going to be digesting for a while. I saw lots of shows too. Did you see oh. lots of shows? Uh, I did. I think I saw a show every night this week. Nice. So what did I see Monday? Uh, three peats still aren't on, which is a downer. Oh. Uh, but I saw something else good instead. I just can't remember what it is. That's rubbish. We're kind of in that floating, full of information spot, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, I saw Glass Basement again on Thursday, which I oh, mentioned cool. last week, and uh, I think the handful of us who went last week mentioned to everyone that it was great, and there was a huge contingent of advanced attentive people who went see it and a lot of us got to go up and play again oh, which was lovely mm. um, I really like just the vibe of that evening yeah uh, the the performance was top-notch man there's some great people in that group right. Allison H from 3 Pete was in this week oh, and she's like yeah. possibly one of my top favorites yeah she's great um, uh, yeah, but all of them are super slick and on it and big energy and it's a mix of people who play regularly at I.O. and people who play regularly at Annoyance and Second City, so that's like, it's really lovely to see different styles kind of thrown together in a lovely and supportive, fast, hilarious set. That, oh, that's like, good. Yeah, I like Playful. Yeah. Uh, I, on Thursday, could have gone to see that, but I decided <laughs> instead I wanted to go and see Bill Arnett up at the Bug House. Nice. Uh, which, which meant I got tasked with picking up something for John Kramer from Bill, uh, and then when I got there, Bill wasn't going to be on till 10, oh. uh, so although I got the boots, I was feeling rather tired, but I did see three other groups, uh, one who I think are outside the main theatres, uh, and a really nice group called Spitfire. Uh, I think there was somebody in one of the other groups who I'd seen in one of the grad shows the other weekend, but I wouldn't swear to it, so. Yeah, it was nice to see something different. I think my favourite show of the week, though, was Deep Schwa last Sunday. Oh, yeah, that was so good. Yeah, now this was one of the ones where uh, it's nearly sold out, but actually not because of Deep Schwa. It was uh, the debut for the opening team. Yeah. Uh, he did a really cracking show, and they had a lot of their friends in the audience, I think. Yeah. But we thought, let's just put our student IDs in and see if we can get in. Um, and we did. Yeah. Uh, and we were glad. 
You, nice. Yeah. I think both weekend shows that we saw last week. Uh, did you see uh, Chaos Theory as well? I did. I saw uh, the Deltones and then Chaos Theory. Yeah. They were I both think, super fun. Yeah, Deltones, Chaos Theory, Deep Schwa, and just, I, I feel like the weekend is loaded with super good veteran groups. Mm. Uh, Fridays, like last night, we saw Revolver as well, which is more of a strict herald team, but uh, again, a third group of really seasoned veterans, mm. and you can see them really playing. Yeah, I haven't seen Revolver this trip. I saw them last year and they were great. I was sort of wanting to see them last night, but uh, we had our group shows and then we drank alcohol and I did stay for musical Armando, but I just thought I need some sleep after this. So yeah, I went home. Uh, so yeah, Deep Schwa. I mean, I, I love Deep Schwa like the previous week, but last Sunday, uh, they just seemed to have got an extra injection of adrenaline and they were so fast and playful. Uh, they weren't actually doing a Harold, I found out, because like, I, I tend to watch, start off watching shows, seeing how they match the Harold thing. And I got a bit lost with that one. But then we had Craig, who's in Deep Shore on Monday, and he said it was Beer Sharp Mice, which is the tag-out format. Oh, nice. The, the slacker or the just basic device of tagging people as edits? Uh, I'm not clear what exactly slacker is. When I, Somebody described to me before, and it sounded very much like Beer Sharp Mice. It, it is. It's a Beer Sharp Mice format. Okay. Right, yeah. So... Um, and they were just uh, coming up with games uh, and just reusing them and reusing them and layering them on top of each other and just totally fun and they were all really sweaty and hot. <laughs> so there was Craig and Jeff Griggs who wrote the Del Post Guru book. Yeah. Uh, and Craig told us he always walked through the door and stands at a certain position on the stage. And I thought back and I thought, yeah, he did that. <laughs> Uh, and Brett Lyons, who's super fun as well, um, who I've seen in various things like World News, uh, plus three or four other people whose names I don't happen to know. Yeah. Uh, but it really was one of my favourite ever improv shows. It was just so crazy and so fun and joyous and the sort of improv I want to do. Probably... Uh, I wouldn't want to pick between that and three peaks at their best. They were both phenomenally good shows. Tough. Um, yeah. I love how particularly the veteran teams just sort of uh, trust themselves in each other and play like like they're new to it, which is really good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's that, like, that spark of joy that a lot of mid-level teams, and I'll go ahead and admit it's probably us as well, yeah. lose sometimes because mm. the, the rules are still kind of clicking over. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah you, you could get tired of doing it and just go through the motions, but they're obviously throwing themselves crazily into it. Yeah, they've gotten that like 10 plus year experience second win where yeah, it's, it's easy and fun. Yeah, so much fun. Uh, yeah, the Deltones were great. I, I'm getting mixed up what was in which show that night because there were several players the same, like Namdi and a few others. Uh, but yeah, that was great fun. What else did I see? 
So Virgin Daiquiris, uh, was that Wednesday? Yes, it was. Yeah. They were really good fun. They had a, they did have a lot of people in, I think they had 14 people. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know they had a lot the last week because they were calling back old members because it was the 10th anniversary yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, and they had Alison from Three Pete, uh, Katie Klein, who I had week three last year, but nice. unfortunately I didn't get to talk to her afterwards. Uh, who else? Uh, I'm not sure, a few familiar faces. I didn't see that one, but there are some really good players in that group, mm. and it's awesome to see them. Yeah, they were super fun. Uh, and then it was Carl and the Passions, who... Yeah, it wasn't wild about. Mm. Why? They, I think they didn't. They weren't as playful as Virgin Daiquiris. Yeah, I feel like you and I both go for groups with that playful energy, like Three Peak and Chaos yeah. Theory, Deep Schwab, Yeah, Daiquiri and Good Night. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, technically it was probably fine, but it just kind of <laughs> didn't seem as much fun. Oh man, that is a review I never want on any show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But probably deserved on Sorry, Cole and the Passion. <laughs> they, they did have Noah Gregopoulos, who's veterans of teams going back to Valhalla and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he was really fun. Uh, they started off a scene, I think it was probably meant to be a two person scene, and he happened to walk on at the same time, probably just because. It can happen. Somebody walks on from both sides of the stage at the same time. So he decided to make him. How did it go? I think he decided to make himself their butler. But then one of them called him dad. <laughs> so of course he just got, yes, I'm your father and the butler. Nice. And then he got confused and he walked into a scene with with different people and he, he was like. Oh, I suspect that was on purpose. Maybe it was. Oh, he's cheeky like that. It was just the line he said. He said, oh, I seem to be in the wrong house and walked out. (laughs) Showing me think it was an accident. But he's he's such a veteran. He's just... uh, He's fun to watch. On Monday night, our mutual friend Akbar was a monologist at... um, the Armando. That's what I saw Monday. I remember that. Aha! Yay! Um, and Aqua is a fantastic monologist. Like, it, they couldn't not have done a good show based oh, on it. Good. Which is in no way helpful to anyone listening to this looking for show advice because he will not be there. But um, Noah Gregoropoulos was in that as well. And he, he did a, a similar thing where there was an opportunity to be a dog without a spine and he crawled on and then. Yeah. Anywhere else in the show where a spineless dog could possibly loop onto the stage, he was there. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's like a super fun callback. Yeah. He does. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else they did. Speaking of, so if there are any dedicated listeners who've been just following these podcasts with uh, deep, deep attention, thinking, what will I do when I go to Chicago? Top five I.O. shows you recommend? Uh, Three Pete if it's on. Oh, yeah. Um, If you're into slow organic stuff, and again, if it's on, I'd say TJ and Dave, which is a polar opposite of Three Pete, but they're both great shows. Uh, Are we we doing our personal five? I'd go personal five. Okay, should I finish mine then? Okay. Uh, these aren't in any particular order. Uh, Deep Schwa, um, 
World news is really fun for Matt. That's four, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, man, I've got to pick between Chaos Theory and Deltones. Uh, they're both on the same evening in the same venue, so I won't, <laughs> I won't decide. Cheater. I shall I should yes and the two of them. Nice. Um, I think for me, if you're an improv like nerd, which 20 minutes into this podcast you almost certainly are. Uh, well, <laughs> six episodes and 20 minutes <laughs> into this podcast. I would go, actually, uh, three peaks. Deep Schwab, Chaos Theory, Virgin Daiquiri, and Revolver to go see, Glass Placement, Placement mm. to go play, because they're both really, really good. I'm not going to put TJ and Dave on the list, because nobody needs to be told about TJ and Dave. That's a very good point, and if they're not playing, <laughs> that justifies my sixth pick. <laughs> uh, I've and yeah, Re- Revolver, I'd forgotten Revolver, yeah, I, they, they'd be my seventh pick. So having justified having a sixth pick and then find a reason why my sixth pick wasn't a sixth pick, I can now have a seventh pick, which is actually the sixth pick. There we go. Um, and that's not, not including other theatres as well. I think you've been to a few more venues than me. I've, yeah, I've gotten up there a bit. I think the really nice thing about going and seeing Chicago improv is it's wildly diverse and kind of every theater and style has been around long enough that there are veteran players of that style at that theater and you can go Mm. see someone who's really sunk into it Mm. for Mm. a long time because I think London is kind of at that point where we have different theaters and different styles we have a handful of improv veterans, but we don't really have definition, and you can't go and see veteran experienced improvisers every night in London. No, you have that's to kind true. of yeah. follow with great excitement the handful of groups that contain them. Yeah, yeah, uh, and stalk them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, I mean, there's other shows on like the Annoyance will have Messing with a Friend with Susan oh, yeah. Messing. Who could miss Susan Messing? Well, me this time, actually, because I saw her last time in Molly. Yeah. Um, and there's probably new stuff. If you Second can, City. Second City as well has well, a live show. Monday has an improv show with yeah. Rachel Mason's usually in, and she's oh, sure. phenomenal. Yeah, I love Rachel. Did, did a week with her and Susan a few years ago. Great improvisers and really good teachers, too. Uh, if you want more improv on your days off, uh, there's the musical improv jam. Yeah, that's uh, nice. It's free, which is very mm-hmm. exciting if you've flown all the way here on the budget. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's the Second City at 4pm in the Dimat Theatre. Uh, hour and a half, all for free. Uh, and you don't need to have done your musical improv before, and it's super fun, and I'm going off there afterwards. Nice. Um, cool. What else... Do we need to do? Uh, that feels like, oh, we haven't mentioned anything about Tupperware. We haven't. Actually, I, this is only tangentially related to Tupperware, but I feel like six episodes deep, it, it's seven episodes deep. Seven episodes It's deep. impressive that we're still on the we're Tupperware We're still on thing. Tupperware. Uh, Hang on. Tupperware corner. Uh, Trader Joe's this summer, and I'm going to go ahead and guess other summers, uh, has giant... 
really sweet watermelons for like two dollars. And watermelons are super expensive in London, sure. especially for a nice one. Uh, so my Tupperware advice is go buy a giant melon and or a giant papaya, which are also beautiful and cheap, and chop it up and keep it. In and you'll be very, very happy. Yeah. I'm actually really glad we did Tupperware Corner again because uh, I bought a Tupperware container over with me uh, and I won't go into what it was all for and stuff, uh, but I've just realised I haven't packed it and I think it's probably gone under the bed in my Airbnb. <laughs> um, so You're I welcome. need to pack it. So, so <laughs> thanks Tupperware Corner. Um, yeah, I've been... Uh, we normally did more than this, don't we? Should I get the Shows, list? classes, what you've seen, what you've learned. Oh, we talk about next week. Next week we, we don't, don't have a next week. We don't have... Well, we don't have a next week at I.O. I'm we're just going to curl up and die. We're going to curl up and die. That's a lie. Next it's week, funny. I'm... From the 1st to the 7th of July, co-directing and playing, hosting, teaching in uh, Zeal, the Pride Festival, mm. in London, and there's some great things there if this episode happens to come up before then, I warmly recommend uh, myself. Yeah. And everyone else in that festival. Yeah. <laughs> shameless, shameless plug. Yeah, I was going to say, what's that in that socket over there? It's a plug. Uh, no, that should be good. I've, I've seen the listings. There's some I should be attending, I'm not quite sure which night, all nights, but probably more than one, I think, because it looks great fun. Uh, yeah, IO did a nice thing last weekend. They did a Pride, because there's a Pride Month in Chicago. Yeah, it was the festival last weekend. I think this weekend is the parade, and because it's America, people have sort of cottoned on to the commercial opportunities, and you can buy rainbow color just about everything in Chicago right now. It's mostly pleasing. Yeah, uh, they had some, did you go and see the drag thing? I didn't. Oh. No, uh, everyone else was hanging out elsewhere, and I'm very much a social creature. Okay, yeah, they, they had this uh, kind of, uh, it was called Queer Through the Years. I'm not quite sure if all the speakers stuck to the topic or whether I just misinterpreted it. But it was people's tales of their first time. Oh, nice. Uh, which was rather cool, because one of the guys from my section last day was telling a story. Oh, the uh, tall guy, Marcus. Tall, yeah, Marcus. Uh, I mean, we said we need to meet up, because he, he's local. Uh, but we hadn't arranged it, and then he was in for that, so it was perfect. So, yes. So that's four people, actually five if you count Emily Murphy, but I don't really count that. That's five people uh, from my section last year who I've seen since last year. Nice. I'm only count, not counting Emily because she's in London and it seems like it's cheating. <laughs> so I saw Marcus and Marilyn uh, at IO and uh, Agnieszka and Ruja came to London. Nice. And we did a meetup. Uh, five people from my group came back, so I match you with no effort at all. You do, yeah, that made it rather easy, because there's, there's, <laughs> there's nobody uh, who's in my section back again for the advance, but we had some, I mean, I, I knew all the people from Stephen's section, uh, and there were a few other people who I recognised, like Jill. Yeah. Well, I knew. Um, um, and some great new people, so... 
I think the reason so many people from my section came back is because we all bonded really well as a group and like just really liked each other and therefore we had a really good experience last summer. Right. I think other people's experiences varied wildly depending on how well their group got on. Mm. Uh, so my one bit of advice is uh, go out of your way to make friends with your group if you mm. come and do this. Yeah, my section last year were really close or I felt we were. We seem to bond really quickly. It's like we seem to be going out for meals every day and drinks oh, nice. and stuff. But yeah, I know some other groups didn't get as close. Um, so yeah, but I'm the only one who came back from my section. That's odd. Yeah, I mean, I think some people would have liked to, but you know, money and stuff. Oh. How did you find your section this time? You know, the people you didn't. Um, I was lucky to know the majority of them True. before we started. I think this year's section, because we've all been playing longer, we've all got stronger artistic visions, and it was harder to find unity. Right. Because there was a, a broad range of stylistic wants, and people were digging their heels into their own thing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I think we ended up doing well at the end, but there was definitely a little bit of uh, a feeling that we all had different ways of how it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember you saying something about some of them were very premacy. Yeah. Like, like one day, I forget which day it was. Uh, yeah, my group, my group was a bit of a mix. We, we probably had a more international group, although you had Mariam and Tony and yeah. Uh, Akbar. Uh, yeah, that's probably not fair to say that. But we certainly had a mix of people in ours. Yeah. Uh, but they were very nice. Didn't seem as much into premises stuff. But we. Yeah, because first, first week I was wondering if we were bonding that well, because we didn't do that much socially together, but we seemed to come together. And then yesterday we had the shows. Nice. How did you feel the show went? I thought our shows were both really solid, yeah. actually. They were good. Yeah, there were a few people from your section seemed a bit fed up with the show, which I thought was a bit... I mean, I don't know yeah. what you've been doing in class, so it's a bit hard to judge, you know. Yeah. We sort of ended up at a point where nine of us wanted to kind of play in a nice I.O. scene-based organic kind of way and there were a couple of kind of outliers who really, really oh, dug okay. into their own thing and I suspect those two people were not happy with the show. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Uh, but neither of them are bad imp improvisers. I think no. it's just the amount of time we've now spent in our respective hometowns and styles. Uh, kind of showing. Yeah. We, we, uh, I think we had a few up and down days in our group this week. And I think Thursday we all felt pretty worn out and pretty tired. Uh, and we were, I think we were struggling to follow Craig's instruction, not because what he said wasn't clear, but we were just, I don't know, we, our concentration seemed to go. And then yesterday morning we did, I think we did three, maybe four Harolds, and we felt they were all really really pretty sharp uh, and then we went for lunch thinking oh can we do the show as well and I, I meant, made a mental note 
sort of if the show's rubbish, it doesn't really matter because found it. Yeah, we've done some really good stuff this morning, and it's you know it's just one show. Uh, but then we came out and we just had crazy fun and lots of energy and really attacking it, which was great. So I'm super happy because last year I was a bit disappointed with our show. Uh, we kind of, we kind of, because we talked about doing lots of organic scenes, slow scenes at least at first, and then kind of winding the pace up. Another hand gesture that's yeah. lost to audio. Um, but yeah, everybody rushed in doing walk-ons, and we kind of felt we'd missed what we were trying to do. Uh, but yeah, this year, super happy with it. Yeah. So really good way to end. Uh, so I'm pretty much packed and I'm just going to go and enjoy some more shows tonight and then head off home tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, I'm here till Tuesday, but very much the same. I'm just going to enjoy the city. Yeah. Which I haven't really up to this point. That is the tr- I.O. Yeah, that is the trouble. You do get rather I.O.-centric, or, or you can do it. You don't yeah. do it. I mean, I haven't done anything. I think last time we were talking about doing the architecture tour and didn't. And I thought, oh, I might do it this time. That actually is quite hard to do with the advance because I think it's only on weekdays now, and we're we're in class Monday to Friday, whereas the five week it's Monday to Thursday. So I'll just have to miss it. But oh well, I've heard it's good. If anybody fancies that, cool. Yeah. Any particular lessons you're going to take back to London? Uh, I think the. The game thing, I'm going to try and keep ticking over in the back of my brain, because mm. uh, I historically don't like group games, uh, and I think that might be a way through it for mm. me to mm. find the fun in that, so I'm going to keep that. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to go for the same thing, because I, cause, cause we do group games in with the verbs. Um, and I think, yeah, it's something I've never really felt that hot about, whereas mm. there's lots of stuff. I think there's very much going to be a case of all that knowledge permeating into the brain and becoming sort of more natural yeah. and second nature, but that that would probably be the thing I'm going to take back to London. Yeah. I don't have to pick one, so... No, you can take lots of I, I, I can I, take them all, but just, <laughs> just for the purposes of the podcast... Yeah, I think yeah. the game one is the one I'm not gonna stop raving about when I get yeah. home. I got a couple of really good like personal notes for my own cool. playing that I'm gonna keep in the back of my mind. Yeah, but I think the game one is the one I'm most excited to share. Yeah, I am too. I'm really looking forward to doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I got I've got a few notes I got as well that we didn't spend much time on scene stuff this week, but some stuff crops up so. Yeah, here's to some cool games in London then. Cool. Right. And I think that just about wraps it up for our probably last ever episode of Improv London in, in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Unless we will come back and do something else. I mean, if Stuart wants to pay us. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, if Stuart will cover flights and Airbnb, I'll happily come back, Stuart. Nice. <laughs> I want to live in a world where Stuart can afford to do things like that. Yeah. When, when Improv London is, is global, yes. a multi-million dollar podcast. Uh, I'm enjoying the mental image of 
Stuart as a mogul. Well, they probably want to come in himself. <laughs> Minor detail. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Shall we sign but off? Anyway, but... yes. Uh, well, we've been Stephen and Ian, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I made this. That's improv! <laughs> That's improv.